Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Show, right here on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Steve is out today. Miss Shannon is in. Hello, Donna. I um, I want you to know how much I enjoy working with you, which is why I left the lighting in here sultry. Thank you. Because last time, because I come in, I'm like, plow, plow, all the lighting. She's just like, hello, world. <laughs> and you're like, why are you doing that? So I remembered as I came into the oh, studio today thanks. to leave it on sultry. Thank I like you. it. It's next mood time, lighting. I think next time I'll bring in some scarves and stuff, some little like uh, 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 some some, <laughs> some scarves. Yeah, we'll di- we'll just put it over him. Some nice like some sheer fabric it. to put over the lighting for it's you. It's romance. Yes, you, know? you can have some uh, like hot apple cider. You know? Okay, Ooh, I like mm-hmm. it. I will do all that. Look how dark dawn keeps it. Well, she she would live in a cave if she had a choice. <laughs> Here's the thing: I have too many computer screens over here that blow out my face on the video. <laughs> Sure. And it's like completely bright. I mean, I'm telling you, if I had the lights on, it would just be like a ghost. Right. Fair enough. Fair oh, enough. that's true. Which, which would be quite appropriate, seeing as how your side business is so ghostly in nature. That's true. It would just look like good branding. Yeah, that's Dawn. true. This is Dawn's time of the year. Yes. You know? It is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do hauntings go up around this time of the year? Uh, people's attention towards it Fair enhances, enough. so we get a lot of calls. Gotcha. And a lot of emails. Okay. Who Fair are you going to call? Uh, Don McClain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but have you done any ghost hunts of late? Uh, well, we have a big event at the Lexington, the 29th and 30th. It's an investigation we did a couple weeks ago, and we have a lot of evidence to go over and review. Oh, so, you know, exciting. we have eight cameras. We have voice recorders wow. going all the time. Um, and so, and then I have my own camera. So it's like hours and hours of, of, um, uh, reviewing it, okay. listening, and then editing. So I am kind of, are you in charge Stress. of that? Uh, it's. I was the lead on this investigation, mm-hmm. so I'm compiling all of it. And then we have all of our investigators doing their own watching of their own assigned cameras. But I'm compiling all of it. How do you distance yourself from the wanted outcome and the actual outcome? Oh, good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have to trust other people okay that i don't have to do everything you right know? it's mm-hmm. like this doesn't ha- i don't have to go over this again and re-edit this clip right Got that's it. very okay. difficult for me because mm-hmm. i want audio you want- perfection yeah, i was just gonna say that <laughs> yes so now you were working on something you came back from a trip uh-huh and you were working on this audio for a while because we were talking about reading a book oh, we were sure. doing our, our yeah, read-along yeah. thing mm-hmm. did you find any evidence of any 
Yeah, we got a little bit of activity there. Yeah, yeah. Way more at the Lexington, though. Really? This, yes. Exciting. I get the Lexington mixed up with, is it called Four Paws? Yeah. Oh, that's that's haunted, too, I think. Mm -hmm. It is. And we've investigated that and had great evidence there. That's no longer um, a restaurant. Okay. Oh, Okay. But, but yeah, that, that that was haunted. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Wow, great. Exciting I'm glad you were out there looking for all of this stuff because I believe it all exists and have no desire to hang out with it. So I'm glad that oh, you the same. validate all, all of the stuff. All exactly. The <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I'm, I'm intrigued like, by it. Right. You know what I mean? Like I I don't want to go to a scary movie, but it's almost like I kind of want to know what's happening, but then it affects my life so, so much. <laughs> like, I will never see paranormal activity. Oh, gosh, no. I don't watch any of those things. Because I think don't? they're all. No, oh, I don't watch right, any Ms. of them. Shannon. Oh, I don't I watch. That. I know. And that's what's funny is because a lot of our our, our, our nerd crossover friends, yes. Don and I, they yeah. do all those things. Yeah. So, right. like that horror con that you go to all the time, uh-huh. I, they're always like, when Shannon, I'm not coming. I don't, <laughs> and they and like I go to all the other things, and I tap out. On You're horror. like I'm not going to Crypticon. I don't go to Crypticon, and our good friends hang out there, and they yeah. like. And I ghosted. Speaking of ghosted, <laughs> I ghosted on our mutual friend Meredith. She's like, "When are we gonna come? We're gonna take a picture." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be there." And then I just got busy and didn't go. And so I'm like, "I'll take a pic. We can just meet up at the park." <laughs> like, yeah. I love it. I like her, but I don't want to go to Crypticon. Speaking of festivals, Twin Cities Film, Film Fest. Fest That's right. Today. today is opening day. We're very excited. So we have uh, in-person screenings and lots of streaming screenings. And so all of the streaming content is available starting today. And if you get your streaming pass, it's only 50 bucks. And then okay. you get access to all of the streaming content during the bulk of the festival. And then we have a lot of in-person screenings as well. Okay, so just to reiterate how this works mm-hmm. you go online yes twincitiesfilmfest.org and mm-hmm. then you buy a quote-unquote pass you can yeah so you can either buy a full streaming pass for like 50 bucks and get all of the streaming content or you can do things a la carte Okay. And the same thing is with our in-person screenings. You can buy individual passes or you can get a hybrid pass for 150 bucks and get 12 in-person and all of the streaming content. So it's okay. pretty much whatever you want. If you know, okay, I only want to watch this one movie and it's streaming, I'm going to give you nine bucks. That's fine. But if you go, well, you know, over the next couple of weeks, I want to watch a lot of different stuff. You might as well just do 50 bucks and do all of it. And it's two weeks? It's 50 yes. bucks. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like 90 different you know, feature and short films. And if mm-hmm. you go to the movies, if you right. go to the theater, you're easily going to spend at least 25 bucks just on the movie and popcorn right. and treats and you know, all that and- stuff. You know, I'm always torn because I like providing, and, and we've been going back and forth, I like providing access and eyes on these films in the streaming platform. I think that's great, and especially with a lot of people's comfortability levels. And, you know, mm-hmm. although we are working within current CDC guidelines and encouraging masking sure. and all those things, and, and all the staff, all of us are vaccinated just to, for ease of use. Um, but I know that there's some people that because of the timing, because of health concerns, of all those things, aren't comfortable doing it yet. And I think that also a lot of parents... Mm-hmm. Are going well. I'm gonna do the streaming option because I want to see these films because they're great films. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel comfortable getting a sitter and coming out and doing that. Stuff. Right. So I'm glad so that you have we options. Were able, yeah. Yeah. It's like a hybrid thing. This right. Year. And then yeah. our opening film tonight is the Electrical Life of Louis Wayne. The new Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, movie. sure. Have you yeah. guys seen the trailer for that yet? Yeah. Yes. It's beautiful. This film is wonderful. It's like I like I like being able to use the word whimsical. 
intentionally and this i think is very whimsical okay. i like his performance in that so how many films aside from that one have you seen um ah enough that i lost count because some okay. of them i pre-screened because i'm doing some of the q a's with the filmmakers sure so i wanted to watch them ahead of time Got so it. you know some of my favorite ones the ones i lean into a lot are a lot of the documentaries that are a little me too you know yeah so for instance i already watched one called um uprooted which is, you know, one of the forms you can watch, the kind of thing. I also watched one. This is a fantastic film, um, and it's on the history of jazz dance. So I, I think heard we hear about, about this. Right. So I we heard talk, this is amazing. It is. And so we talk a lot about jazz music, but even as someone who kind of lives in that, you know, a, a, a student of black American history, yes. you learn so much in the way that is conveyed through jazz dance. So that one is fantastic. Oh, so cool. that's one that you can see in person, and you can also see on. Um, online um there's another one and donna you and i are talking about this leading into another story that we have later on uh in the show is i was talking about this one called black feminist and i think it does a really excellent job of articulating the black feminist movement and even explaining why that is a thing that you should know exists right (laughs) and this particular framework that comes up in my life you know often so there's that there's you know there's a a lot of minnesota created films and minnesota connected films there's all these uh, like this one called project bike which is uh, another documentary where they're talking about you know these two filmmakers they went on a bike ride from Grand Marais to Mankato, I believe. And they talk to a bunch of artists I along the way. So there's just a oh, lot of yes. really, you know, if you're, if you're going, okay, I want something a little different. Um, and you know, I watch all those Marvel blockbusters, all those things. But if you want something that's a little different that wouldn't normally take up 85 screens, sure. if you're going, okay, I know I can always see James Bond. I get that. This is a good way to go. Here's some other very curated, just wonderful films that wouldn't normally get as many screens or as many eyes on. Right. It. So it's, oh, a, it's a great it. way to learn some, you know, to just learn about some new filmmakers. Sure. And appreciate the Minnesota filmmakers we yes, have here. Yes, oh. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, and there's a bunch of stuff. A bunch of my friends are going to be doing red carpet interviews and oh, talking fun. to the filmmakers. And we have a lounge that's open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Where you can come down and just meet filmmakers and just be around other people that love film. And it'll be a great time. Okay, it's everything time. you need to know is TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I've got some random fun facts. I'm taking over for Steve today. I'm going to tell you uh, what kills more people every year than plane crashes. Oh. There's many things, but this one thing in particular also has to do with a plane. I'll tell you all about it when we come right back on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve is off. See? He quits TV and already he's like, I'm going to take days off. Yes, more free time for Steve. Anyway, uh, that's but the you're picking of- up all his slack. Over oh there. yeah, I'm I'm trying. Yeah, not going to be as goofy as he is. That's why we brought you in, Miss Shannon. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's right. I'll do all the cartwheels. Don uh, McLean's hanging with us till ten o'clock, and I've got some random fun facts. Things that make you go. Fun facts, but the first one you teased before I went did <laughs> no. not sound fun. Yeah. I know it sounded deadly. Yes, yeah, so but I will. I would like to know how to avoid death if possible. So, what is this particular? Well, stay away from plane exhaust fumes. <laughs> okay, because those fumes kill more people every year than actual plane oh, crashes. Wow. It's the fumes. 
do the fumes come into the plane or is it for I, the workers near the plane? I think it's more of that. Ah, okay. Because those right. are some big engines. Hazard pay. You yes. need hazard pay if that's oh, what you do. Right? The sound alone. I mean, my dad was a mechanic, uh, airplane mechanic mm-hmm. oh. in the Navy, and he has had, excuse me, he's passed, he had some pretty bad hearing problems. Yeah, even oh, when you see them with life. that hearing protection, it still seems yeah. intense, like a very intense job. It does. Mm-hmm. I knew someone who was actually here in Minnesota when I lived in New Jersey. Right. He ended up moving here and he worked for, was it Delta? Something like that. No, what's the one that no longer... Pan Am? Pan Am. Okay. Pan Am. Okay. Yeah. Yasque. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, note to self on that. Yeah. Not going to pick that up as a side job. <laughs> right. have, or a uh, good respirator. <laughs> a good respirator. Oh, my gosh. When I see the people, the guys working construction on the side of the road, I'm just like, oh, boy. Lord's work. Yeah, good yeah, for you. Lord's work. And we're going to be doing construction for Project Down and Dirty. I know. I know. Every time I see, what do you call those little, um, they're just these little things. Oh, gosh. What are that's they, not I don't enough, know, but I want to that, drive That's it. not enough motions. There's like one, a, okay, so it's, mini, got a li- it's a tiny forklift. Yes. A tiny forklift. Okay, but, you know, do. you see people like, woo. So tiny, like, di- yeah, with the diggers. Like oh, they a, move really quick. You probably should not move it that quick. <laughs> I want to drive that. Motion, the, the wee motion that you made, <laughs> that was too joyous. That does not seem safe. It seems like a ride. It's like for digging up your driveway. <laughs> yes, I, yeah. What do you call those And then things? there's ones that do that for the snow along the sidewalk. Yeah. I don't know. Kenny told me the other day and I forgot already. <sighs> Those it's, dirt movers? It's not <laughs> dirt. An excavator. No, it's Ex- little. It's a just skid- a small A thing. skid loader. No. <laughs> Getting closer. We're just throwing out terms now. Yeah. We'll learn it. We'll it's going to be a disaster. Find <laughs> well, out more at mytalk1071.com. <laughs> right. All right, more fun facts. Uh, the sixth Dalai Lama mm-hmm. in the late 17th century rejected living as a monk and instead he spent his life womanizing drinking and writing love poems and songs excuse me living no i'm living (laughs) just living yeah i don't know how it works i don't know how that seems like he really wasn't the dalai lama are you born into being the dalai lama like a prince i think so right but I yeah, think that's interesting babies. because if a lot of what they do is they go, okay, here's what we are setting the tone for and here's how we think. I can see that being what we added into. So instead of writing all of these, you know, <laughs> words of wisdom, he's, yeah. he poetized all his words of wisdom. Poetized. <laughs> poetized and, you know, did it while drinking booze and womanizing. He's like, how can you know how to advise people if you don't live? Right. <laughs> so he did all the living. I love it. That's great. Um, let's go back to the airport for a yeah. second. More chocolate is sold at Brussels National Airport in Belgium mm-hmm. than any other place in the entire world. Oh, because everybody's like, oh, we're leaving. I have to get yes, more Yes, I have of to it. get my Belgian exactly. chocolate. <laughs> yes, brilliant. Totally. Uh, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Whole Foods. Ever mm-hmm. heard of it? Yep. 
It is mm-hmm. only the sixth biggest seller of organic food in the United States. Number one is Walmart. I believe that. Really? Because yeah. more people go to Walmart. Makes and sense. And it's at a price point that more people can actually participate in. Right. And speaking of price point, number two biggest seller of organic food is Costco. Mm-hmm. Followed by Kroger. Mm-hmm. Target. And Safeway. Plus, if you go to Costco, you like because because Costco you could get it in bulk. So I love like, like they like sometimes po- Costco only gives you the organic option. Like that's what they have that's that true. time. Yeah. So Good like point. I'm like guess I'm getting organic. Okay. Exactly. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first nationally televised NASCAR race was the 1979 Daytona 500, mm-hmm. and it was the hit that made NASCAR because two of the leaders crashed near the end then they started brawling and got the country talking about auto racing (laughs) i cannot believe how big nascar is that is fascinating have you ever seen the crowds i've seen on tv daytona Mm -hmm. 500 when i worked for gatorade oh yeah crazy isn't it like a hundred thousand people yes and there's a bunch of the rv people who come in their rvs and they camp out there, and it's just it's like a, a pageant. Village. And yeah. it goes on for, what, hours? Like five hours? Yeah. The hours only reason, hours hours. I've never watched an actual race. <clears throat> I just know I. what the whole lifestyle seems to be like from sure. watching the movie Cars that I've seen 5,000 <laughs> times because my kiddo's still into that. Um, so it does seem like, you know, in my head, that seemed very authentic. I'm like, look at all the people just watching and just jumping up and down. And so I, I get... Being part of that groundswell type fandom, like sure. we're all into this together. <laughs> yeah, sure. mm-hmm. I mean, it just doesn't it sound really boring just sitting there watching cars. Just I feel like the ancillary kind of thing seemed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would find it because before I ever went to a hockey game, watching hockey on TV was like I can't even see where the puck is. Mm-hmm. But when you go to a live hockey game. Oh my gosh, it's really, I find it really exhilarating. I'm I like, this is so fun. That I would can't make keep sense. up at, at hockey. I'm just like, whoa, you're the, we're, <laughs> what? it's way too fast paced for me. The, yeah, because yeah, I'm like, I don't know, where are they now? The okay, few times no, I've been, I've been with people who are really into it, so I just follow their lead. Yeah. So okay. if they look like they're looking, I just, I get close enough that I can like <laughs> read their tells and their body language. Like, oh, you're supposed to look over here. This is obviously a big deal. <laughs> And so <laughs> I like to play the trivia during the, you know, sure, downtime. Right. Oh my gosh. All right, you guys. Shows we... were fun. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I made them up myself. Wonderful. Um, hey, <laughs> when we come back, should we talk about Erica Jane? I Dawn, did you watch yes. the reunion? Oh, cool. I did not watch it, but I want to hear all about it. So okay. we'll get to that coming up next on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh, maybe this would be... Okay, we're back. Thanks for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve. Mine is Steve. Miss Shannon is in. Steve has the day off. Yes. Don McLean is with us. Uh, Boy, oh boy. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. They are doing a reunion. I don't know if you know this, Miss Shannon, but... 
I believe it is a four-part reunion. Yes. Oh, my and so part two aired last night. Mm-hmm. You stayed up for it, didn't you? Oh, I did. Yes. I went to bed. I'm like, I'm not, I can't. Oh. Normally, I don't feel bad about missing out on these Real Housewives things. Because there's a million franchises. Oh, yeah. I just read the yeah. headlines. But the particular style and variety of headlines going around uh, Eric Jane makes me wish I had watched it. it so is, I'm like backing up and like watching just clips of her. It is drama with <laughs> exactly. a capital D. Right, because I am interested in this particular drama, Donna and yeah. Don. Uh, mm-hmm. So she is facing a lawsuit and she's going through a divorce. And so I guess she needs to continue working. So she mm-hmm. has some income. Mm-hmm. Anything that uh, new came up? Was Andy still being kind of hard on her? I mean, yeah, he was. This was so rapid fire that I was like, give me a second to think about what she said (laughs) before you ask. And I'm so like, oh, 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 you know, Um, I came to the conclusion last night and I can't wait for you to watch it, Donna, because I know you've been on the fence like me. I completely believe her. Yeah. That she did not know what was going on. Um, she did make a revelation last night because he said, I know what we pay you here. Yes. Why didn't you divorce him? And she said, every paycheck I ever got, I handed it over to the firm. Mm. What? She handed so her, her paychecks over to the firm and to Tom, and she had no control over her money. Because he's, she's like divorce him where would i have gone what am i supposed to do i have two credit cards that were cut off and oh um, my god i had no access to any money they froze my accounts so what am i gonna do call you call kyle what should i do like i okay i I think it's interesting that you make that much money and you're so intertwined with something another organization that you know, and, and I do. I I agree with you, Don. That I do believe that sometimes you get so in the midst of other people are in control of your money, especially when there's such a big difference in a power dynamic. Correct. There. I think she, she was, was afraid so of him. I think she was, I think afraid, she was afraid of her afraid husband. Of, like, and 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 I think she was afraid of him cutting her off to the point that again, where's she gonna go? And she that ha- sounds he fascinating. Has all the control, right? He has all the control, and they assured her they were investing her money. So and that's she, why she was handling handing everything over to him. And then after the reason why she divorced him is said she said that she picked up the phone. She knew about two other affairs that he had had through the marriage. Mm-hmm. And she asked him, like, why don't you if you are in love with someone, somebody else, just leave me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, and I know he didn't want to do that because then he knew that his assets would be half hers. Yes. So he just would say nothing to her. <gasps> and then so she picks up his phone one day, his flip phone, and he has a picture. There's a picture that a woman sent of her boobies. And so she texted back, nice tease. Oh, yes. Yes. So that's the day that she left because she just was like, I'm going to try to figure this out on my own. He doesn't talk to me anymore. He doesn't like she didn't. I am convinced she did not know about all of this mess that he was in because men like that, they're not going to come home and go, boy, I've had to smuggle money. Right. Yes. They don't talk about what happened at their job. They weren't partners. They weren't true partners where they built this together and they did and she's involved with it. Well, this explains why also she's so hard on the outside. Yeah. Because she couldn't be inside her marriage. Right. You know, she was being manipulated. So, And she really did admit that she, you know, Andy asked her, like, 
was this a rosy picture that you were painting of Tom and your marriage? And she said, yes, I only showed everybody the best parts of him. Yes. And that's embarrassing whenever, like, say, you, if someone's abusive to you or, you know, there's all this stuff going on. Do you want to put that on TV? And no. I think that sometimes if you have never been in that kind of relationship, you don't understand, not even if not on TV, you don't want to expose it to anybody because it shows how out of control you are. Right. That the fact that you might have a variety of feeling in, you know, you know, and I don't mean insecure like you're wondering, I'm like, what am I going to do? They are in control of my finances. They are in control of this. Who knows what they're saying? So it does sound like, okay, in a nightmare scenario, I'm going to what? End up on the street? What am I going to do? Right. They can say whatever they want. And you just get stuck in your head of, yes, you do. I don't have any resources to get out of this scenario. Right. And it is demoralizing and embarrassing. Yes, and it to is. say, okay, you know, if you go, I'm a powerful, beautiful woman. That's mm-hmm. what everybody thinks about her. I'm a powerful, beautiful woman. But really, I don't control my, I don't control anything uh, in yeah. my day to day life. She seems like such an independent, you know, really, yeah, powerful, you know. Yes. And, and I think that she's always had to answer. Are you just in this for the money? Think about it. Her mm-hmm. whole life, she I do believe she loved him. They have such a huge age difference. And she always was having to justify their relationship. So that's why she put this out there that it's like, everything's great. Look how much we love each other. Yeah, right. And but he never I, came around. Right. All the other husbands you see. Yeah, he, he didn't events. even come to see her when she was on, on Broadway. Broadway in Chicago. Mm-hmm. The few times I've dated someone older than me, and it's never been that old, that much older, but closer. I think that if you're in that, that power differentiation, like if you're a woman of her status, I can see why, you know, you go, well, I want someone that's more established than me, that has right. all these things, yes. like somebody that you can look up to. So I think sometimes that's why the age difference doesn't matter. So because what you yes. find attractive about them is their personality, the fact that they're so Confidence. confident, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're the, the, the fact that they are also so They've powerful. They've got their crap together. Right. He so, had a relationship or he had a reputation to be, he was the hero of little people like us who right. got screwed over by companies. Yes. Or, I mean, he was a part of the Aaron Brockovich mm-hmm. trial. So he has this reputation as such a good guy fighting for the little people. Yeah. I'm sure that was attractive to her. Exactly. And so I, you know, that's why I wish that I had paid more attention to her beforehand. Because as I went back and looked at her, I'm like, okay, this is an interesting mm-hmm. storyline to me. Because I, again, go... I can see how over time you would be yeah. in that position. And I know that it's very difficult for us to put ourselves in her shoes. Because, yeah, if, if if the three of us got kicked out of our house, that's a whole different scenario right, right. than she getting kicked out of her house. But it still has to feel trapped in a yeah, similar yes. way. Oh, man. And, what and a mess. Also, yeah. And also, do we, you know, and I, don't, and I, again, from the outside, once we get that much money in the, into play. Mm-hmm. When we start feeling, uh, is this dangerous? Do we feel like if somebody was going to have one of those uh, Netflix series type got disappeared wives, Uh Mm -hmm. do we feel like this is enough money in play that you would feel physically in danger? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, That's how I feel, too. Well, and also... She was making $600,000 at least for season 11. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to hand over $600,000 to my partner. I'm going to be like, hey, I'm going shopping. We're well, not. Here. We're, we're not. Because we're reason, not. Yeah. But yeah, she the reason is why she got there and she was able to, 
you know, have a glam squad, take dance lessons, have singing lessons and become who she was over the years and get her name out there to be able to even audition for Broadway is because Tom invested so much money in her career. Mm -hmm. Right. So you probably would hand over the 600,000 because that's nothing compared to the millions he spent. And what he does is help make people make money. Our boyfriends not doing that. (laughs) None of my current gentlemen callers. I'm like, you know what? I might let you help me with my finances. No. In fact, the opposite. Like I'm the one that's like before they even like, I'm like, I'm getting a prenup if this goes anywhere. Girl. So, <laughs> we're, just, we're just in a different position with yes, our money. Boy. Exactly. I wish I was with somebody that I'm like, you know what? You've done well with your finances. You, want, you can help mine. Yes. You want someone <laughs> no. to be more successful. Correct. Or as successful right. financially. Mm-hmm. Because the last thing you want to do is be somebody's, uh, what do you call it? Somebody's sugar mama. Sugar mama. I'm like, that does not sound sexy. Mm-mm. No, it's just oh, such a turn off. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh. So uh, that was part. Two? It was part two, and it was action-packed. We thought okay. maybe they padded the thing with like, okay, it's all at the beginning and the end, and mm-hmm. they'll, we have to suffer through the middle. No. Okay. I bet she has a lawyer offset. Oh, I mean, absolutely. And she, she was, to. it was, you have no idea how rapid fire they edited this to where I honestly was like, oh. Oh my God, she just said that, but he was on to another question. And I'm like, no, you're like, let me absorb this. Oh my gosh. Um, They did bring up Dorit talking too much, and that was a sensitive subject. How do you feel about that? I think she talks too much. Me too. And she won't admit it because, uh, for whatever reason, she's too, she's not humble enough to recognize that everything she has to say is important. (laughs) Yeah. Oh Mm -hmm. boy. And, you know, I really did feel like. There have been so many Watch What Happens lives where all of the other cast members have been kind of shady to Erica. Mm-hmm. But on stage last night, I saw everybody supporting her. Okay. Sutton even said, um, I didn't know my husband owned, I didn't know I owned a baseball team. Mm-hmm. Because when she got divorced, <laughs> mm-hmm. they had to do this thing. Her lawyers had to do this mining yes. to get all of the, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a certain type oh, of it's investigation. Like a for, uh, yes, it's um, forensic, forensic accounting. Forensic, forensic accounting. accounting. She goes, I found out I owned a baseball team. Right. Because they were just stashing stuff under her name. Yes. And she said, Erica said she had so many DMs from women saying, I went through this. My husband controlled everything. When we got divorced, he owned three homes yep. across the United States. I didn't even know we had. He signed my name to it. You know, yep. ladies, so, this oof. would be a good time to take a look at your uh, yeah accounting. Yes, all yeah. the time. I can no look kidding. and see that I have $32 until we get paid today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about in the same boat. Yeah. Oh my I'm just doing gosh. better because I'm incredibly single. That's <laughs> Whenever, if I ever have money, is because she's not dating anyone. That's why. Samesies. Yes. Oh, gosh. Anyway, uh, if you see something, you should say something. When we come back, um, Miss Shannon wants this particular job. Oh, yeah. She wants to be on the payroll of uh, a New Zealand city. We'll Mm -hmm. tell you what that uh, position is. It's very interesting. We'll get to that. Oh, the guy who was injured on the set of America's Got Talent has posted an update. So we'll give you the latest on that, too. Coming up next on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. 
Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show where we're having a dance party in the studio right now. Nelly and Florida Georgia line up in here. Love it. (laughs) So fun. Yay. Um, (laughs) Hey, Steve is out today. That's the voice of Miss Shannon. That's why we're having so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm not wet blanketing things the whole time. Uh, Or playing guitar. (laughs) Changing the subject. Taking my shirt off for no reason. None of that stuff. Insulting you low-key and moving on quickly. (laughs) None of that. None of that. Oh, man. Let's get to this segment. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. All right, Ms. Valentine, yes, Ms. McLean. All yes. right, we. I think uh, I'll speak for all of us. We like our jobs here, right? Absolutely. Oh, yes. You know, we're you know we we're both veteran radio hosts. Mm, We've been doing all of this for a long time. I'm very happy with this particular career, but <laughs> I did not know that I had another option. Oh, <laughs> and if I had known about this other option, uh huh. 23 years ago, when I started my radio career as an intern, I would have gone with this other option. So there is a city called Christchurch in New Zealand. And for the last 23 years, they have officially had the Christchurch wizard. A dude. (laughs) His job, his name, Ian Brackenberry Channel. Of course it is. Ian Brackenberry Channel. It was his job, (laughs) part of his job. To show up in full Gandalf from Lord of the Rings wizard garb. And he was the official wizard for Christchurch. And so they would pay him uh, in American dollars $10,000 a year. Wow. <laughs> oh, to go and provide, provide acts of wizardry oh, my for God. the city. Right. I can pretend to be a wizard. Exactly. On, and so he'd be very authentic. He would show up at at, at, at city um uh city events. Oh, even he's when amazing. Were, yes. And so he is quite authentic. He would go full wizard and he would show up. And sadly now, after twenty three years, the city of Christchurch has decided that they are no longer going to have an official wizard. So they're firing him. No. Right. Why take away the fun? <laughs> exactly. Because that's what he says. He says it's a bunch of bureaucrats that no longer have any magic in their lives. And so they just don't see it. And so they're also saying, you know what, that this wizard does not fit the new uh, vision for the city. <laughs> Oh, and I think that's garbage because we keep all kinds of things that are super outdated. The wizard was outdated. True. You know, he was technically outdated. If you're looking at it from a, what is the vision of the future? 23 years ago. So <laughs> that seems like yeah, a weird yeah, reason to is, suddenly say yeah. that he's no longer in fashion. Come on now. They right. were in fashion in the 1400s. Right. Yeah. So the uh, picture of him is just amazing. All of these pictures. He's right. casting a spell during a television interview in 2011. Yes. You see him out like on the, the hills and you see these lovely pictures behind him with the wind blowing through his Gandalfy beard. <laughs> Everything is <laughs> fantastic. Got a walking stick. Yes. And he says that what he's going to do, he's like, even though they have decided to leave him and he would not have his regular appearances at Christ Church's Arts Center mm. chatting with tourists and locals, he is still going to keep going. And he goes, they'll have to kill me to stop me. Oh, right. That's a very wizardy thing to say. It sure is. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. I wouldn't want to try. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. 
Oh my gosh, that is yeah. awesome. Yeah, oh, well. I think it's really sad that they're going, we're not going to, you know, use him to, they're not going to use him anymore to promote the city. Because what's their new mascot going to be? What I are they going to do? We've got an uh, animal like dogs as mayors. Yeah, come on. Exactly. Let's get those people of Christchurch to support the wizard. Exactly. We could start a GoFundMe for the <laughs> yeah. wizard. It's only ten grand a year. Uh, come on. Yeah, like, it's exactly. a side job. Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. I would have been doing that if they had said, hey, Miss Shannon, if Tiny Miss Shannon had the option of going and working <laughs> at the radio station I started at then, or going to be in a wizard, I'd have moved. I'd the money's about the same, right? Exactly. <laughs> Yo, absolutely. Well played, Donna. Oh yes. I would have been a wizard, and they'd been like, what's she doing? She's a wizard. Even if I had to, I'd, I'd glue a beard on. Just if I. Could you imagine, like, filling out an application? Um, you know. What are your powers? Daily acts of wizardry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I'm smooth fun. with a potion. Oh my I'm good gosh. at orating and then handing uh, my my walk stick and going. You shall not pass. <laughs> no, I would be. I would orate in the town square. Um, you're ready. perfect for this. Do it. <laughs> yeah, you are. Come on, Actually. let's do a GoFundMe for Miss Shannon well, to move we can, to New Zealand. We can update it. I read a lot of books of like modern day wizards, so maybe if I just update his wardrobe a little bit, so he looks a little more modern. Yeah. You know, maybe just bring his beard down, put a couple of like braids in it, so it just looks like he's just edgy. He's enough. a hip- hipster. A hipster wizard. Totally. Maybe that. <laughs> I um, I want to give you guys a quick update here on the guy who was injured on the set of America's Got Talent. Did yes, you see please. that mm-hmm. video? Yes. Yes. He's still alive. Not only is he alive, his spirits seem really good. Oh, good. There's a picture of him. His face is all bloodied. Um, he's sticking his tongue out. <gasps> so mm. he is actually conscious. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he I'm is. I'm so happy. His mm-hmm. name is Jonathan Goodwin, and he posted, I am too, and you should yep. see the things that people are saying. They're like, I don't know you, but oh, this has been so bothering glad you're me. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yes. Um, so he put this long post on Instagram mm-hmm. and just said um, how grateful he is. He can't believe how wonderful and supportive people are. You guys right. are incredible. Um, thank you to everyone who's reached out and sent their love and support. He said um, it has literally been a lifesaver for him. Oh, good. Because if anybody didn't see it, I mean, it's graphic. I mean, he it, fell 40 feet and landed like on his head. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that the recovery time is going to be long. Oh, surely. Um, surely. He said he might leave, you know, his stunt stuff. He used some. Uh, profanities for yeah. a, alone mm-hmm. for a while, right? But he has a lot left to do in this world, and he said maybe we can make something good together. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just truly incredible that this guy is okay, right? And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, there was a stunt where two cars were suspended, and they were supposed to crash into one another. But before they crashed, he was supposed to drop. Right. Between them. And then they were going to hit. Well, he got sandwiched between the two cars and then he ended up uh, falling. falling. And we had that 911 call, which was just really difficult to listen to. But oh, holy boy, I smokes. can't believe it. I'm sending him a note. Saying Are I'm you so done? OK, yes, mm-hmm. that he's a miracle. Oh, he really is. I want to know what his injuries are because he didn't mention anything like that. Um. I'm looking through I here as well. Even, I, I mean, the fact that he is not in a coma. I mean, I was just happy that he was still alive. Me but too. I thought he would never come out of a coma, maybe, and they would have to 
I mean, I thought the worst because well, when you that see was it, almost, that was could, hmm, looked like it should have been in fatal. Yes, accidents. I love this quote that he in the long post that he wrote the that nana, he wrote to his finance. No, I like the one he goes. I have been to the very brink and dodged the worst that a human being can without fear because I was protected by love. He said, thanking his fiance, oh. and so it just sounds like he's very just again just grateful uh, of this miracle that he's still okay Absolutely. and going to be able to. You know, go back to some form of life, even though, he, as yeah. you mentioned, he's going to go do something else. That's amazing. He says, to death, I say, nana, nana, boo, mm-hmm. boo. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's what an a Welsh guy. Um, yeah, I just wish I knew what. Uh, it's Jonathan Goodwin Official mm-hmm. is his Twitter name. So or her, his Instagram name. So I would go on there and just tell him. Give him some well wishes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I'm going to do it, too, Dawn. Yeah, wonderful. Mm-hmm. All right, Dawn, yeah. why don't you take the rest of the day off? Oh my <laughs> gosh, do. thank you. I, <laughs> I do have a few things to do oh, involving right. your show, oh, so I better you. stay for a little while. All right, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll let Rocco come in and take over the controls. He'll have a dirt alert. We've got new music to listen to Ooh. from Duran Duran. Yes. And Tove, is it Tove, Tove Low? Tove Low. Low. We've got that. We've got uh, her's latest single. Lots of stuff to get to when we come right back on My Talk 107.1.